When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. I'm definitely a bargain hunter. Um, there's no doubt about it. Um, if, if there's a, a second buyer involved, I walk away. So I'll just I'll let them negotiate it. And if they don't work out, then I'll negotiate afterwards or just walk away from the deal. This is Property Investory, where we talk to successful property investors, find out more about their stories, mindset and strategy. I'm Tyrone Shump and in this episode, we continue our previous conversation with Todd Hunter on his unique take on finding good investment deals in the property market, how he makes all his purchasing transactions via email and why he's growing his portfolio in the US rather than Australia. Other than the typical nerves, Hunter had nothing in particular that held him back from investing in property. There was nothing that held me back from buying, but I, I do remember when I bought, I was probably the ner- most nervous I've ever been. So um, I had, um, um, I guess I, I didn't have a lot of help from my parents as far as when the negotiations are going on the property. Um, it was like a, a sink and swim. No, no, you can do it. Go out there and buy your own house. You'll, you'll learn lessons by doing it. And, um, and 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 look, and I did, and it was. But I can tell you, man, I was so nervous. Um, yeah, um, and then and funny enough, the lady that I've actually bought that property off, um, I ended up buying my home off um, many many years later, and we're actually really good friends. So it's uh, it's a very very small world. She she also remembers me being so nervous when I bought that unit. So <laughs> I couldn't even talk for. I had that the jump from buying and selling cars to buying and selling property was a great learning curve for Hunter. I'm negotiating cars for sort of one and two thousand dollars versus you know one hundred and ten thousand dollars. Yeah, and it just I don't know. I just there was a lot more mistakes to be made at, at that level, or there was a lot more sort of on the line, I guess. And um, yeah, I was just about yeah, it was a great learning curve. Hunter believes that the easiest and most secure way to buying property is through email. I think the easiest way to do it now is just do it by email. Everything by email. One, it's in black and white and, it, and it's sent to them. Um, two, you don't have the, the nerves um, and, um, and the, yeah, you, you, they, they can't read you, you know, so um, rather than doing it face-to-face. So it, um, it's much easier. Um, I still do all my own offers now on properties um, by email and um, obviously, obviously a lot with the US, but even in Australia, I like to make sure more so not because I'm nervous to negotiate, but now it's um, I just want to make sure no details are missed out. Okay, so 
Um, and because negotiation isn't just about price. There's lo- lots of factors that come into it. Hunter learned everything about property investment by himself as he had no mentor to help him along his property journey. It was just me and learn along the way. Um, and yeah, that, that's basically what it was. I, look, I've met some people that were, that were good, like the land developer that I met in WA. Um, he, was, he was helpful in some tips. Um, I'm always, always learning. So um, it, it, it's, never a, uh, it's never you know everything. Um, but there, there, were no, um, there were no mentors. No, I, I didn't have that advantage. I had to uh, basically pioneer the sport and uh, go out there and create my own sort of you know, path and, and, and that's what I did. The best advice Hunter has received and would like to give to other investors also is to simply buy property when no one else does. Buying the low, selling the high. Um, it is just, it, it, it makes such common, it, it, it is such common sense but very, very, very few people do it. So, um, yeah, most people have this sheep mentality where they just follow other investors and um, and, and they buy in, in, in mid-cycle or at the top of the cycle. Um, and unfortunately, and I hate to say it, but um, real estate agents are pretty much the worst property investors I've ever met in my life. So um, I know there's a few out there and I've got a few friends that are good investors who are agents, but... Um, I meet so many agents all around the world now um, and they sit there and they'll, they'll sell me um, lots and lots of property. And I say to them, you need to be buying now. This is the time where you should be buying and they're just so scared and they don't do it. They basically wait to the end of the property cycle to the houses have gone up so much in value and then they buy at the top and it just makes no sense. So um, it is, it's just, I guess the advice is, yeah, buy when no one else does. Hunter explains how finding dead markets and buying from them will ultimately benefit investors in the long run. You don't have to hit it at the absolute lowest, okay? You don't have to, you know, you, don't, you have to sell at the absolute highest. So um, the nice part about it is um, if you grab um, any data, say CoreLogic or um, if you grab you know, any of the property investment magazines, generally in the back, they'll have data about how property cycles are going and um, you'll see locations that have been dead or not performing um, and they'll have sort of a three, a 12-month, a three-year, then a five-year period. And if you can see a location that looks like a really good sound location that's had no property movement for the last five years, um, you're sort of pretty much hitting towards the bottom of their cycle at that stage. And even though you walk in there, the prices will be set, and I'd just say they're 400000 um, because there's no one else buying there's nothing stopping you throwing offers at 350000 at it. So, so not only are you hitting the bottom, but you, you're looking for the desperate vendor who's at, who, who needs to sell, who can't sell, and um, then you have no competition against other buyers. So it's a, just about finding those markets that have, that have been dead. According to Hunter, buying in overpriced markets is equivalent to paying for your own profit. And, and, and as a prime example right now, right, Perth is that market. So... That, that is exactly yeah, where you'd be looking to do something now. Um, but there's yeah, you've got to look for that 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 where there's no one else. And you know, for instance, the last you know, the last two years in Sydney, um, why would you fight for properties and pay another fifty or a hundred thousand dollars for a house over list price? Um, and why would you do it? What because that, that's you you you're paying for your own profit. So it, it makes no sense. Hunter claims the sheep mentality causes this phenomenon. 
it is that it's that sheep mentality and people get caught up in it and and they just they, they don't think and they're not using their head right or they haven't gone and educated themselves early enough um and, and read about things so um and and, and don't get me wrong it's, it's that type of investor or buyer out there um that helps us investors who know what they're doing makes us a lot more money because they're paying ridiculous amounts of money for these houses and that puts our prices up as well Hunter invests in the US as opposed to Australia due to the cash flow strategy. It's back to sort of what we spoke about earlier, which is that cash flow strategy. Um, uh, and don't get me wrong, we've seen some great capital growth that has come out of uh, the locations that we're born in, but um, it's, you know, we're getting yields. Um, well, I'm in two cities right now, and, and one of the cities is sort of getting 17% as a yield, and in the other city, we're over 20%. So, and, and we've just, We've done a few deals recently that are over 25%. So um, so we're talking about like yields that Australia's just never heard of. It just doesn't happen. He believes that the US property market has completely bounced back from the GFC and there's a lot of opportunity in the country, especially in conjunction with its population and land mass. We've got property prices that have, that have come back massively in value um, and even since the GFC they're just they're just starting to the economy's over they're just starting to come back good now so we're at that tipping curve where we're seeing uh, the property market change and um, but we can still pick up a whole bunch of bargains over there um, they've got they've got something over there that we don't have um, which is critical mass and it's you know if you if you cut Australia out as, as on the map and then you put Australia over the US it's nearly the same size, like it's very, very close, yet we only have 7% of their population. Yeah, so, that's true. Actually, now I think about it and they've got like 200 million people plus, 200 million plus now. 330 million. Oh, wow. It's gone up that much. <laughs> yeah. So, so, 330 million people. So, there's, so, when there's opportunities in a particular area, there's lots of opportunity. So, um, so and that's, that's why we go in, we, we grab as many deals as we can. Um, the, the cash flow that we're getting from the properties is, is magnificent. Um, look, they're older houses. So what I do say is that you tend to find there's a few more little repairs out of these properties, but because you're getting 20% yields, you can you can have a few more little repairs and, and not worry about it. And we're finding that we're sort of yeah, pulling yeah, 12 to 14% as, as, a, as a net positive growth um, cash flow out of the property. Mm, which is phenomenal returns compared to what we get in, in Australia in terms of, of properties. But how, how do you actually leverage the fact? Because like, for example, in Australia, you apply for loan, you can leverage up to 80%. Whereas in US, um, unless you're a US citizen, how do you actually get financing to buy property over there unless you're using your own cash? There is options over there, but they, they don't lend to foreigners or aliens as they call us um, everywhere. Um, it, it is, they call us aliens. So... Um, uh, but where we're buying, I haven't been able to manage to find finance, anything that's a reasonable interest rate. So I haven't gone down the finance arm. Um, this is probably more for the uh, more uh, cash flow or, or, or equity rich sort of investors. Um, so where you can borrow against Australian property um, on your equity and you can pull out the equity to buy US houses. Um, we have lots of uh, investors that pay cash and we've got lots of investors who invest within their self-managed super fund. So, um, which is a great strategy for them. Um, obviously, they need to get all the um, the right advice before doing so. But um, it, it's a it's good good cash flow strategy for them. So, and because the properties are so cheap, um, 
you know, there's lots of people in Sydney and Melbourne who've made fantastic equity that have opportunity where they could go and buy, you know, half a dozen of these houses and build up a nice passive income. Hunter also encourages people to invest in the US if they are well educated on the American property market. I haven't sort of found a rule lot at the moment. The economy is quite strong. Um, it's it's probably um, it's people's knowledge and education on it. So um, where that's probably their biggest downside, and knowing where to go, um, who to use as far as property managers go, building inspectors, um, rehab teams, and um, so it's probably that, that that time difference plus the distance is probably the, the biggest negative that I can see as far as the downside go. Um, but, so what we've done is and I've been doing this for building this for the last sort of quite a while now is that I've just put together an 18 part education series and it's a video series and um, it goes through every aspect of what uh, what you need to know and learn all about investing in the US and um, it's 18 short videos and it covers every single angle that I, I think that we've, we've covered everything and uh, where people can watch and actually just educate themselves and uh, whether they want to go and say, yep, I want to go do this myself, or they go, you know what, Todd, um, I've learned everything now, this is great, I want you to go and buy me a house. Um, it gives them that option on, on either way to go. Investing correctly in the US property market has definitely produced good results as almost half of Hunter's own property portfolio is in the US. And, and I haven't bought anything in Australia for a little while, um, and uh, pretty much because I'm, um, I'm just focusing on buying the US and uh, my portfolio at the moment as of today is 77 um, and I've just gone under contract with another one today so it'll be 78 in know, two or three weeks and, and of that, there's 26 in the US. Hunter is even open to investing in other countries besides the US and Australia. I will buy anywhere where there's a good deal. So, um, so I'm, I'm open to it. Um, I about a year ago, I had my eye on a place uh, over in uh, England, and uh, I, I just, just uh, I think I was spreading myself a bit thin, so I didn't go there. Um, but I would, um, I, I would definitely look at other options anywhere where there's good deals, no problems at all. Coming up after the break, we'll delve deeper into Todd Hunter's property investment strategy, where he shares a piece of advice he likes to say to young investors. Buy as many as you can, as fast as you can. The books he recommends to both beginning and experienced property investors. I think the easiest and and um, cleanest and 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 and, and accurate and, and and a great method of sort of the books is probably the Margaret Lomas books. The strategy he uses to find the perfect property investment deals. I want one. I want a vendor who just has to liquidate, who's about to go bankrupt, who's about to, to who basically is will sell the property for anything they can possibly get. That's that's how I invest. That's the vendor I'm looking for. And that's next. I'm Tyrone Chump and you're listening to Property Invest Story. Western Australia is tipped to be the next property hotspot. If you're looking to invest and build in WA, take advantage of the affordable land market and record build times with Plunkett Homes. Visit propertyinvestory.com forward slash build to find out why they are WA's most established home builder. With over 150 years of experience, Plunkett Homes helps you develop turnkey homes across WA. To get your fixed price demolition or site works and to maximize profits and minimize time, visit propertyinvestory.com forward slash build. And now back to the show. 
if you met yourself, say, 10 years ago, what would you say to him? If I met myself 10 years ago, I'd actually probably say, buy as many as you can as fast as you can. (laughs) Which you've um, been doing already. How much more could you buy? um, Well, I'd actually say go even faster. Really? uh, (laughs) I would just, the, the, the nice thing about property, um, is that uh, yeah you you see that the people who've actually gone ahead and bought a, even a small portfolio that they've got before they're 25 even 27 28 years of age if they've got sort of yeah you know, three four five six properties that's basically all they need they don't need to keep investing after that they could just let them sit there for the next 20 30 years and they're basically set for life so so I think it's trying to get into as much property early um, and I think that um, at the moment, especially with Sydney and Melbourne, for, for those who are in Sydney and Melbourne, is that um, buying a home, I, I wouldn't put it on the radar at all. I'd actually probably look at investing uh, as a strategy before actually buying your home and buy a home later on. Hunter is constantly building his portfolio in the hope that he'll be able to live a comfortable lifestyle later down the track. I'm excited about the fact that I'm, I'm, I'm aiming towards um, a portfolio in the US um, that um, will set me up financially for life um, at, at a very, very comfortable level. So, um, and I'm hoping to have that within well and truly well before five years. So, and so if I can put all that plan in place and make all that happen, um, then I probably don't need to work the hours that I'm working. For me, um, I, I don't want to work when I'm 60. Um, you know, actually, I don't even want to work when I'm 50. So, I want to. <laughs> I, and I, I want to work if I want to work. That, that's probably a better way to put it. I want to have options. And, um, and yeah, uh, if I'm still buying properties, that's okay, but I don't want to have to be working and being a slave to the job. So it's, um, it's all about the lifestyle. Despite not having a mentor to guide him through his property journey, Hunter did learn many things about the industry through Margaret Lomas's books. I think the easiest and and um, cleanest and 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 and, and accurate and, and and a great method of sort of the books is probably the Margaret Lomas books. So um, Margaret's books are um, they're just easy to read and and they they spell everything out to, to anybody who's new or up to middle level of investing. Um, she has great ideas. She has great numbers in there. Um, explains things very very easily. So and I think she's I think she's got yeah six or eight books out there that um, that you can pick up and they're quite cheap. And um, I would say that they're probably the best sort of a read for anyone who wants to get started or even at that middle level. Bargain hunting is a habit Hunter believes has contributed to his success in property investment. I'm definitely a bargain hunter. Um, there's no doubt about it. Um, if, if there's a, a second buyer involved, I walk away. So um, I just I'll let them negotiate it. And if they don't work out, then I'll negotiate afterwards or just walk away from the deal. Um, but it's, it's I, I do like a good deal. Um, I like to buy cheap because then I know that um, I'm, I'm getting it for the cheapest I can, which means that the yields are the best I can get as well. So um, the more you pay for it, the less yield you've got. Um, other habits, um, I'm good with numbers. Um, you know, that, that helps. So uh, I, I've got myself the right tools around me to make things happen. So um, uh, I guess that's just probably more about sort of how I am and how, how I tackle things. Um, and, and I take no BS from uh, real estate agents. To ensure he finds the best deals, Hunter uses a real estate investor software. The uh, real estate investor software is quite good. So um, that's out there. Um, it is a paid software. 
But um, if you learn and utilise that as a software, um, you can certainly find some good deals. Um, there's certain um, mortgagee in possession uh, companies out there that you can follow if you're looking for that sort of style of property. Um, that there's thousands of calculators out there that you can use to diagnose um, uh, yeah, depreciation and 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 yeah, positive cash flow from properties. Um, it's um, I've just got my own Excel spreadsheet that I've just built from years ago um, that I use, which sort of you know, serves me fine. I, I like I mentioned earlier the the core logic um, data that they put out uh, each quarter, um, so that, that that's good, um, and then also a little bit um, that uh, core logic put out that pain and gain report um, every quarter. And uh, that's good to see because for me, I like to see where the areas are getting that pain. He tracks certain areas every quarter to inspect their buying conditions and deals they have to offer. So, because um, that's the sort of, that that's the area that I, I buy in, and um, and you can and and what I do every each quarter, um, I track some of the worst performing areas, sort of like the top top fifty worst, and I track them and I just keep putting them in each, in each quarter to see whether how long they're in there for, what their pain threshold is, um, and then I can say, good, this is probably now about the time to be uh, to looking and then then I start my phone calls and I start ringing agents and start inspecting properties and uh, seeing what deals I can get out there. So um, a little bit different to how most other um, uh, property companies and buyers agents do it. Um, I'm, I'm looking for that deal and I'm looking for that pain um, and getting a bargain. Uh, other people are talking about infrastructure and, 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 yeah, and train stations and things like this. Um, for me, um, you know, and, and as, a, as a prime example is that you could have bought anything in the last four years in Sydney and made money, um, but there are certain areas where you could have actually bought correct and, and, and got a better deal and made actually even more money. So, um, so, I, so I'm looking for sort of that sort of particular area where I can do that. There are also certain key metrics Hunter looks for in an area to determine whether or not he can find a good deal out of it. One is whether the area's been sort of dead for yeah, at least sort of five years um, and not performing. Um, and then you've got to factor yield into that. Um, uh, days on market is, is good. So lot, lots lots of days on market. So um, that's what I'm looking for. Um, and you can tell days on market's a good measuring tool also to see when the market's turning. So um, you can see you know, if it's been on for... And so the days on market's 150 days and it's been that way for six months and then it starts to come down to 120 and then to 100. So to me, that means that the market's starting to turn and it also means that um, what, I, what I call the dead wood um, out of the properties market is getting, they're getting bought, which are all the houses that have just sat there and done nothing um, and they're not very good houses at all, but they're starting to get bought. So these days on market are starting to go and that that's, so things like that, they're the trends that you look for to see a, a, a cycle turn in a particular area. So, um, and then look, you have to factor that into to the location. So, um, yeah, we're not buying in sort of, you know, uh, two horse hick towns. We're, we're looking for a sort of, you know, large regional or, or, or and for me, I look for outskirts and capital cities um, because that, that's the price band that I like to buy in and um, especially for Australia. In essence, Hunter is also looking to buy from a specific type of vendor. So you, you put all those factors into play and then you can start to find some locations that are around and um, then then you probably need to do more of your sort of uh, micro 
uh, searches and just start spending some time there, seeing what it's like, seeing what deals are there. Talk to agents. And, and if you bring enough agents and tell them that you're interested and say, look, I'm not after a specific type of house. I just want a reasonable house. I'm after a specific type of vendor. That's what I want to buy from. And then they, you know, they ask you, what are you looking for? I want one. I want a vendor who just has to liquidate, who's about to go bankrupt, who's about to, to who basically is, will sell the property for anything they can possibly get. That's, that's how I invest. That's the vendor I'm looking for. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, it sounds pretty harsh, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it's, not, it's not the nicest out there. I'm not, um, but I'm, I'm not out there to win sort of um, um, uh, yeah, awards for being the nicest guy in buying property. But I'm, I'm looking for the sort of the best deals. So, no, no popularity contest here. As harsh as it sounds, Hunter looks to buy from vendors who are desperate to sell their property due to personal circumstances. The best deals are pre mortgagee the ones that haven't gone into mortgagee yet because once you're in mortgagee, the banks take ownership and the banks don't have a motion into it. So you want the, you want the vendors who are who are going into mortgagee in the next 30 to 60 days who, who know they're going there, who can't get themselves out of wherever they are and they have a motion. So, and, and they will do everything and anything to, to sell. Um, another good one, uh, look, deceased estates are okay, um, but sometimes if there's two or three um, siblings that they... they try to maximise the price and they argue about price if they don't get on. Um, well, maybe they did get on and now over the property, then they're not friends anymore. Um, another good emotional one is uh, divorce. So, yeah, divorce is good. Sometimes, though, that um, they, they fight so bad that sometimes they won't do a deal, but there are times when they just say, not liquidate it. They, they want each other out of their lives. They don't care what they sell the property for. And so they can be very good deals as well. And like I, like I said to you, it, it's, it's, you're looking for a vendor. You're not actually looking for a property. You just want to find, you want to find that vendor in that particular location, and that's what you're looking for. Um, and if it's a reasonable house, you're going to make good money. So um, and that, that, that's, that's how I look at it. For our listeners who are interested in learning more about Hunter and his property investment strategies, feel free to contact him via his company website. Um, they're just going to jump onto our website, which is uh, wheregroup, W-H-E-R-E group.com.au. Um, and as soon as you jump onto there, uh, there'll be a nice little video to watch plus a, uh, a prompter to um, enter your details, which will then just register straight onto the series. And uh, those emails and videos will then start come flowing through. And um, the nice thing about the series is that um, yeah, you can, you'll can get an email each day for, the, for 18 days. Um, or you can uh, fast forward it and watch the whole series in one night. However, you want to see, yeah, however, however you want to go through the experience, you certainly can do it. Thank you to Todd Hunter, our guest on this episode of Property Investory. If you want to hear more about his journey, then visit our website at propertyinvestory.com. Simply type in the search bar Todd Hunter and select that episode to learn more about his story. Also, are you looking at buying property in 2018? Would you like expert tips and advice on the best ways you can purchase property? Whether you're a new or experienced investor, learn from the experts by downloading the Property Investment Buying Handbook. It contains the best tips and advice from 37 of Australia's leading property experts. Simply visit propertyinveststory.com and subscribe to get your copy right now. Thanks for listening.